Check out the Political Truth Apparel line. Covefe. Rhino hunting season. Secretary of Snakes. And more to come. Fun. Fashionable. Edgy. Cational. Go to Mr. C Online Store at www.thecreport.com. Click on the top right menu. Use coupon code 1776REBORN at checkout. I know how disappointed you feel because I feel it too. This is painful and it will be for a long time. What I learned is that the Russians were successful. You can run the best campaign, you can even become the nominee, and you can have the election stolen from you. And let's not forget sexism and misogyny. There was a lot of sexism and misogyny. There was voter suppression. There was the FBI's intervention. And then there were the Russians, the Russians and the Russians. Russian WikiLeaks. The Russians, Russian, the Russians, Russians. Russia, Russia, Russia. The Russians, Russian interference and Russians. The Russians, the Russians, the Russians, Russians, Putin. The Russian, Russians. The election been on October 27th. I'd be your president. I got interested in cleaning my closets and, you know, taking long walks in the woods, things that helped me recover from that loss. I'm trying to stay in a really positive frame of mind. I went to the inauguration of Donald Trump, which is one am, of the I hardest am, days of my life. Lock her up is still mm -hmm. a big popular yeah. line. I believe he knows he's an illegitimate president. The former first lady would have paid tribute to her late mother had she won. I dream of going up to her. <laughs> and sitting down next to her, taking her in my arms and saying, look at me, listen to me. And as hard as it might be to imagine, your daughter will grow up and become the president of the United States. matter. I take it really seriously. <laughs> Both for me because
because I'm a woman. One of my parents is I'm a woman. All these mothers vote for me because I'm a woman. Because I'm a woman. Vote for me because I'm a woman. One of my parents is I'm a woman. All these mothers vote for me because I'm a woman. Because I'm a woman. A woman running to be the first woman president. I cannot imagine anyone being more of an outsider than the first woman president. Who can president? be more of an outsider than a woman president? Well, I can't think of anything more of an outsider than electing the first woman president. A woman president of the United States of America. Women, 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 And good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and good evening, ladies and gentlemen. There's always that trick, ladies and gentlemen, when I do one of those special vids right at the jump. Welcome, 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 ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of The Sea Report. I am your host, Mr. C, also known as Michael Aaron Gossetis, and welcome. It is Wednesday, November 2nd. 2022 and uh well are you ready for your america first news and headlines i know i got a lot of you guys off on a kick right there starting off with the likes of hillary clinton you know it seems like they're all coming out of the woodwork these days these days these final days before and not after we have uh, these midterm elections, ladies and gentlemen. Yes, these elections are elections. Yes, these elections are general. But nevertheless, 
They are in a term that is midway between the terms that presidents typically choose according to our constitution. Will serve. And that is the long and short of that. So midterm elections coming up on Tuesday of next week, ladies and gentlemen. Midterm elections coming up on Tuesday of next week. That is November the 8th. I hope you all have planned to vote on November the 8th. I mean, it's the least you could do, America, if you really wanted to save your republic. You know, the reason for that being, of course, is uh, you could stand to jam up that algorithm. You could stand to uh, not give the enemies extra time to count. But it's up to you, America. It is up to you what you're going to do. Choose your path. Choose the lazy and apathetic way or choose the lazy and disengaged way or choose the way that might not be lazy regardless if you're engaged or apathetic. I don't know. Choose the American way, ladies and gentlemen. Vote on election day. I guess that would have been the easiest way to put it. <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, breaking on it. And you know, there is a lot going on in the bouts, I must say. What's going on, Wix Vixen? Thanks for popping up to say hello over there at uh, the Foxhole, even if you are alone. Ladies and gentlemen, even if you are alone, hey, hit that, um, hit that uh, share button over there at Foxhole and Pill. Let people know where you're hanging out. Tell them, hey, I'm all alone over here. <laughs> it's just, uh, it's me and the good hosts. Uh, but it's okay. We've got people joining us from across the interwebs and the internets, ladies and gentlemen. They're all connected, and it doesn't really matter either way. What we have here for you today, guys, like I said, they're all coming out of the woodworks. I mean, of course, naturally, you guys have heard and or seen about Obama, you know, making an appearance outside of his own basement. Now, you know, it might be hard to get Biden out of his basement. If you think it's hard to get Biden out of his basement... Wait until you try and get Barack Obama out of his basement, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> the man went underground the minute that President Trump came down that golden escalator. Did anybody notice that, ladies? I'm sure you guys noticed it anyways. Anyways, guys, so he's popping out. You know, Hillary Clinton made another appearance. She's been making some appearances, right? She's kind of making... The clone body double masker kind of group look a certain way, right? You know, especially when her good old uh, Rod Hamian, uh, you know, draconian lizard scales are nice and right in place, ladies and gentlemen. You know, because then she looks truly authentic. She looks truly, truly genuine could never tell if that was a clone or not but anyways she made a pop up most recently again as well we had of course the selected president du jour i mean there is nothing more than a selected president du jour than there is biden right anyways guys he popped up today, of course, making more empty threats. You know, I think it was billed to be the next Dark Brandon event, but I don't know if it quite got to that status, guys. I watched it. You know, 
There was no satanic red draping behind him. Uh, maybe where he was giving a speech might have had some significance for, you know, gatekeepers to like be like, ooh, Dark Brandon's about to make another speech, right? You know, let's all get up in our fields and let's, you know, pick up our pitchforks and, you know, uh, oil our guns. But no, ladies and gentlemen, I don't think that was really the case. Well, we'll take a look at that later on. You know, I've got some catching up to do here. Just a tid smidge, just a tid smidge of catching up to do. So we'll uh we'll we'll take care of some of that stuff here before too long, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, I was trying to decide exactly how the show was going to flow for tonight. You know, uh, it was really kind of resting on a little kind of a blintz type of a show. But I think we'll do okay with what I've got planned. We've got two pretty big election stories that broke recently uh, within the last, you know, day or so. Uh, so we'll uh, talk about that for a little bit. We'll talk a little bit more about Dark Brandon's lack of appearances this evening on the news. We'll, uh, we'll regale ourselves with some funnier moments of Dark Brandon's uh, gaffy type of history. I owe it to you all after all. And ladies and gentlemen, uh, we'll talk about a few more things. It's going to be a light evening here at the Sea Report. And if we uh, run out of things to say, there's always plenty of stories to get to. You know, actually, I've just been kind of like watching the um, browser news reel, uh, you know, kind of just like pass through while I've been doing this a uh, little bit of a, a hello and howdy do. Um so many of our stories, ladies and gentlemen, I would note, so many of our stories, the stories of America First candidates, the stories of uh, patriotic men and women who have uh, joined the ranks of our uh, hollowed representatives who are fighting for candidacy, who are fighting for election integrity. You know, so many of those stories are in the news. I mean, that's what I find most fascinating. You know, if I'm reporting on Carrie Lake, if I'm reporting on uh, Christina Caramo, you know, it says something when they are in your news cycle, like all the time. I mean, wouldn't you say so? I would definitely say so. I mean, we've got a lot. Oh no. What have I done? Did I just ruin my news cycle? <laughs> no, I didn't. Actually, look at this. So here's my little, because I use DuckDuckGo, ladies and gentlemen. Um, I do not use GoOgle. I only use GoOgle for my, uh, I've said this several times before, I'm sure. I only use GoOgle for my web browsing uh, whenever I'm using my uh, live streaming platform. The thing I'm on right now, right? Okay, so DuckDuckGo is usually what I use. Until I can, until the other ones get better, guys. Qwant and all these other ones. Maybe maybe I need to go back and check out Brave or I need to go back and check out... I used to use StartPage back in the day. But anyways, uh, their searches are just like blah. Like, I can't blah. I can't find anything on their searches. Like, you know, their search engines are just not that great yet. Once they get better, I'll go over there. Because I know, I know, DuckDuckGo sold out. I know. Get off of it. Get off me. Uh, you know, maybe my news browser's biased towards my uh, eyes. Anyways, uh, we're actually going to cover this one. Judge orders armed box, uh, armed group away from Arizona ballot drop boxes. Uh, we'll talk about that one. That's one of the big stories breaking out of tonight. Because as you guys know, you know, the leaders of 2000 Mules, not the leaders of election integrity. Did I say that? No. 
Uh, not the leaders of restoring our republic. Did I say that? No. Not the leaders of securing our constitution and honoring it. No. No. But the leaders of the 2000 mules, you know, uh, Catherine Engelbrecht and True, True the Vote, right? Uh, you know, they're in jail, right? And uh, it was it was that entire movement that got these armed groups to watch these drop boxes in Maricopa County, Arizona. Now, we did say don't take your guns. Of course, it is a free carry state. So do as you will. But look at how it looks. They think there's a whole bunch of Greitens who are guarding these ballot drop boxes. Does that help us in any way? No, it doesn't. However, are these people really armed? Do they really have guns? Is this all a fabrication of the fake news media? That could very well be possible as well. So we'll take a look at that, ladies and gentlemen, tonight. That's a big breaking story. Uh, let's go here to the first little, little thing. Okay. People are mad. Portland votes on government changes. Portland, Oregon, guys. You see? Our stories are becoming their stories, right? I mean, of course, they're going to put a spin in it, but it's these are our stories, okay? Poll shows Lee with big lead over McMullen in Utah Senate race. Hello, Mike Lee. That's one of our guys, ladies and gentlemen. Our stories have become their stories, okay? They have no choice. And, you know, this close, what, a week until elections? Let the, let the freedom ring, ladies and gentlemen. Let the truth ring clear. Because even though they're going to put their spins and their little, their little spells on their propaganda, point of the matter is here, guys. Point of the matter is our stories are now their stories. And they have no choice but to run with them. They would rather not acknowledge these stories, guys. Democratic governors have voters seeing red. <laughs> Flat out insane, Arizona voters fume at pro-Trump ballot drop box vigilantes. Thanks a lot, Eric Greitens. You you inspired all of the uh, uh, the finger the the trigger finger trigger happy finger happy uh, you know patriots to go stand out there with an inch of that ballot drop box and. Uh, <laughs> They're probably like this with the scope on and the whole like little laser. And they're like, who you, who you, how many you got there? Hold up your ballots, right? Hold up your ballots. It's not going to do us any good, but. Yeah, I'm going to freeze for a minute. It's okay. I'm going to freeze for a minute. It's okay. There we go. I think we're coming back. We're back. We are back maybe okay all right okay we'll, we'll be back in a minute okay <laughs> come on camera there we go okay there we go what's up guys i'm back okay so as i was saying <laughs> you have a bunch of patriotic militiamen standing at those ballot drop boxes with their little scopes and their laser pointers asking how many ballots they're dropping in there now <laughs> Our stories have become their stories. What else do we got up here? Uh, I don't know about that. Oh, wait. No, this is just my story. Seven moves if you want to stop living paycheck to paycheck. <laughs> what paycheck? <laughs> I never got a paycheck. The quiet part out loud. Wisconsin GOP gubernatorial nominee makes extreme promise to support to supporters. I don't know what that is. <laughs> 
oh, okay, we're talking about we're talking about Michaels here. They just did not want to say Timothy Michaels' name, I guess, right? But they're talking about Timothy Michaels, okay? Oh dear God, Democrats are reportedly hunkering down for Rand Paul to investigate Fauci, lead health committee. Our stories, their stories, ladies and gentlemen. Let's see here, Judge. Okay, we already talked about that one. Midterm polls. Ooh, this guy looks like a freaking lunatic. 538 forecast puts Senate on a knife edge as Obama set to stump for Fetterman. If, 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 do I need to play the Obama stuttering meme? I'm telling you guys, that's why we started with Hillary Clinton today. Uh, you might have missed her, Sean Joe, but we started with Hillary Clinton. Uh, just ask Wix Vixen. <laughs> she suffered through it. Anyhow. Yeah, Fetterman, Obama, stumping. Yeah, I don't want the words Fetterman, Obama, and stump in the same sentence, if you ask me. Uh, GOP gains in deep blue New York's governor's race. Uh, Gremlin Hochul is getting a run for her money from this Lee Zeldin fellow, ladies and gentlemen. J.D. Vance warns he may have to drop out in last-ditch fundraising. What? <laughs> what? Did I miss something here? <laughs> Did he come in just to get all the money? <laughs> is that what this was all about? <laughs> What's going on, Timbajet? You have to, you you have a soy latte too many today, or what? See, no ballot drop watcher was doing. Be girl, girl, girl. Um, may I call you girl, Timbajet? We do not drink soy here at the Sea Report, nor in the Sea Studios, nor have we had soy since I was a vegetarian over a decade ago. Thank you very much. Okay, so no. We do straight up black Americanos, ladies and gentlemen, here at the C Studios. And that is my cup of tea. <laughs> ah, very good, guys. Yeah, it's not steaming hot, or I couldn't just down it like that, obviously. Anyhow. Judge grants temporary injunction in Green Bay poll watcher lawsuit. Ooh, that sounds interesting, actually. I might have to pull that one open. I don't think I saw that one over at the Alternative Independence just yet, ladies and gentlemen. So we'll open up that one. You see what I'm saying? Our stories become their stories. They have no choice but to report on our stories, twisted as they might be, as propagandized as they might have become, but they have no choice but to do that acknowledgement. Ladies and gentlemen, Greta Thunberg, ladies and gentlemen, it's time to overthrow the West's oppressive and racist capitalist system, says Greta Thunberg, who sports Adidas and Nike and uh, probably has a pair of Chanel, like, uh, you know, training bras or something like that, you know. She's probably got her Dolce and Gabbana, uh, you know, uh, uh, padding uh, yeah, drag queen stuff on right now as we speak, ladies and gentlemen. Because <laughs> she wants to be a real girl. <laughs> Ron DeSantis' latest campaign mailer is shameless, even by his standards. Yeah, I'm sure it is, okay? The what, you know, okay, so you guys get the point, right? I mean, our stories their stories. They have no choice. 
Do we need to talk about Ralph Nader? Okay. Oh, wait, that's a different Nader I'm thinking about. Anyways, okay. <laughs> Pro-Kemp Georgia sheriffs furious at Stacey Abrams, Stanky Abrams, for good old boy remarks, vile and disgust. Stanky Abrams getting into trouble. No bueno. All right, Stanky Abrams, it's about time you got into trouble. Tudor Dixon narrows polling gap with Vitma, notches significant statewide endorsement. Interesting, interesting that, guys. Okay, so our stories, their stories. They have no choice. Anyways, guys, uh, we'll look at this one in just a bit. Let's get back to our regularly scheduled programming. Oh, wait, did he say programming? That's right, ladies and gentlemen. This is not a program. This is a live stream broadcast for you to do with that information as you please. All right, guys, you are listening. Okay, so, you know, guys, okay, so we are getting along now, guys, uh, to this uh, momentous day. It is T-minus, what, six days, right, until we get to this midterm elections. Do you think we're going to see the election suspended between now and next Tuesday? Do you think some type of momentous event shall occur? Well, I don't know, ladies and gentlemen, if it were going to happen. I guess it would just happen. But you know, I will not waste my time speculating of such things as I prepare to do battle, ladies and gentlemen, at the ballot box on Tuesday. You know, the day that real Americans vote. Anyways, we put out a... Uh... <laughs> Sorry, guys. Uh, I put a, a, a new promo, actually. Some of you guys might have caught it. Some of you guys, maybe not. Anyways, so I'm going to share it with you all now. Uh, there are a couple of uh, versions of this promo for the C-Report going on around out there in the internet. One of them I have nothing to do with. But, ladies and gentlemen, rest assured, I'm going to share with you guys the November 8th version. Okay, this is the vote on Election Day promo for the C-Report. Brand new, sharing it with you guys for the first time on the C-Report. Tonight, ladies and gentlemen, enjoy. Can you imagine having an AG that uh, her specialty is uh, getting human traffickers off on lighter sentences? How about we focus on Paul Pelosi's stock portfolio instead of who he's playing whack the wee-wee with and their tidy whities okay? Post office man found uh, going across the border to Canada with uh, a cart full of Trump supporting uh, ballots. Uh, California ballots for Trump supporters go missing for the military. Next stop, beep, beep, communism. Kind of like Kintanji Brown Jackson over there at the Supreme Court doing her bits with the uh, the pedophiles and the uh, child pornographers. Uh, oh no, 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 rest assured you did not step in to a Mandela effect. It's time for season two of the January 6th Unselect Committee. Whoop-de-doo, right? <laughs> 
My mind is not what it used to be, ladies and gentlemen. Wait until, do you want to be part of that tsunami? Okay, because if you vote early, you're not part of the tsunami. I'm just saying, encountering illegal aliens in the wild, does that sound too racist for anyone? Thank goodness for the internet where we're not printing a paper. Ah, just kidding. You know, I'm not that kind of uh, tree hugger. It was a total shim sham flim flam. It was almost as if Katie Hobbs was running the nation's elections and just making a terror out of it. Yeah, there you go, ladies and gentlemen. There's your, you better vote on November 8th promo. I don't, you know, I will disown you, America, if you do not vote on November 8th. <laughs> You know, for one of those guys who does not believe in negative reinforcement, <laughs> I will not be your friend anymore, ladies and gentlemen. If you do not vote on November 8th, you have a choice, okay? It's either my friendship or voting early. Which one is it going to be, okay? <laughs> but you know, in all seriousness, ladies and gentlemen, I think people would take it much more serious if you were to say something like this. It's either your nation, your liberty, and your freedom, or early voting. Which one are you going to take, huh? Which one are you going to take, you know? And, you know, the thing to me that is just the most utterly startling is even, you know, and you can you really blame them, right? You have these rock star politicians um, who are rallying this nation, reminding them of the value and the virtue of self-governance and what that looks like. And they still cannot seem to share the message <laughs> to vote on election day, right? You know, I was, and you know, I'm not complaining, guys. I'm not complaining about, uh, you know, these great... America first candidates out there, you know, some of them, some of them get it. Some of them get it. Some of them, I don't, you know, it's, it's like, it's like when, uh, it's exactly like when, uh, Texas Lieutenant Governor Dan Patrick got up on stage and started singing all of the virtues that we as Texans and Americans want to hear our politicians say. And then he says, vote early. In fact, vote on the first day of early voting. <laughs> And then I got people saying, well, I couldn't vote for the candidate I wanted to vote for, so I voted early. Or, oh, I heard so-and-so say I should vote on election day, so I voted early. Because <laughs> it's all about saving America, right? Not doing what he wants you to do. <laughs> Man, ladies and gentlemen. Ladies and gentlemen. That is what you call throwing the baby, the placenta, and the toilet paper out with the bath water, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> it can't be helped. We're human, right? It can't be helped. We're human. We allow emotions and personal feelings to get in ways of... Um, uh, in the ways of logic and common sense and reasoning. And the betterment of man, but it's okay. We should not be cynical for those things because this is all by design anyways. And I think that any way that we can overcome that design, and I think, I think the biggest snare to overcome is reproach, resentment, 
hatred, right? Those are the biggest snares. Those are the ones that get people like me, right? They're like, you should, you should, you should resent that person <laughs> because they're doing things that lie in the face of logic, has nothing to do with personal pre preferences, right? No, 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 no. You should hate that person because they keep on doing it. No, 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 no. Okay, that's not the point at all whatsoever. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, these are just elections after all. This is just our liberty, our freedom, our right and ability to pursue happiness that we're talking about, right? It's just elections. We can wait until the big ones to actually voice our opinions. We can uh, depend on our neighbors and our politically uh, active friends to make decisions for us. And we don't need to check or to hold them accountable. We don't need to care, right? That's what it means to be American, to totally, to totally abscond from doing anything that we're supposed to do and just sit back, relax, and allow others to do it for us, even though we could do it better ourselves. Right. Hmm. Too much picking of that brain to start. You're right, Timbajet. I might have had one, two Americanos too many before I started today's show. <laughs> but it's okay. It's a good show. It's a light show. Let's move on into the rest of the show. Why don't we today? You know, I started with Hillary Clinton for a reason. I forget what those reasons are, and I'm pretty sure my audience is grateful for it. <laughs> We've got a few President Trump statements to wallow through, ladies and gentlemen. I say wallow because I've got some fine black coffee here. Now, let us go ahead and get... Oh, also, I am a, uh, you know, I also am a boar, according to my Chinese, astro Chinese astrology. We're talking about communists here, ladies and gentlemen. From President Trump, Mark Alford will be a fantastic congressman for Missouri's 4th Congressional District. Mark worked for 35 years as a local news anchor, and his coverage was honest and fair. Unlike the corrupt fake news, which continues to divide and destroy our country. In Congress, Mark will stop inflation, strengthen our military, defend the Second Amendment, and support our incredible farmers and ranchers. Mark Alford champions our America First agenda, and he has my complete and total endorsement. No, right. That's the first one from President Trump this afternoon. Looks like an endorsement for Mark Alford. All right. Of Missouri. Here comes another one. Watch out now. Eric Burleson will be an astounding representative for the people of Missouri's 7th Congressional District. Eric was a very effective conservative state senator and in Congress, he will fight inflation, support our military and vets, hold big tech accountable, restore American energy independence, and protect and defend our under siege Second Amendment. Eric Burleson is a champion of our America First agenda, and he has my complete and total endorsement. 
All right. We got two endorsements coming out of Missouri Way. We got Eric Burleson. We got Mark Alford. Do we got another Missouri representative to be endorsed this evening? Well, it might not be a rep from Missouri, but it sure is a rep from Indiana. Who's that? Who's yay? <laughs> Herrick, Herrick, Aaron Houchin will be a phenomenal representative for Indiana's 9th Congressional District. Erin did an outstanding job in the state Senate and in Congress. She will grow our economy, support our military and vets, defend our Second Amendment and hold Joe Biden and the radical left accountable for their ongoing failures. Erin Houchin will be a fantastic congresswoman. And she has my complete and total endorsement. Who's that Hoosier? Mm -hmm. Aaron Hochin. All right. So we got two Missouris in Indiana. What's next? Oh, well, if it weren't Oklahoma. Josh Breachin will be a tremendous advocate for the people of Oklahoma's 2nd Congressional District. Josh was a fearless conservative in the Oklahoma Senate and in Congress. Josh will defend the Second Amendment, fight inflation, champion American oil and gas, support our military and vets, stand for law and order, and secure our southern border. Josh Breachin has my complete and total endorsement. Very good. Very good indeed, ladies and gentlemen. Was that all of them? That was not all of them. I know we had more than that. I could fell it, ladies and gentlemen. I could fell it. I was like, we had more than just some endorsements from President Trump. I was almost sure. And I'll, I'll look real quick, ladies and gentlemen, just to be sure. Yeah, yeah, that's all we got. The only other thing we got, <coughs> excuse me, the only other thing we got is uh, a truth from Melania Trump. Why don't we take a look at Miss Melania's truth? Uh, the good old president went ahead and retruthed it. November is National Family Caregivers Month and National Adoption Month. We honor and give thanks to many outstanding people who permanently transform the lives of children and families in our great nation and worldwide. Hashtag be best. Hashtag fostering the future. Now, oh, that's pretty nice there. There you go, Melania. Okay, and so that is what we had today by way of that. Ladies and gentlemen, President Trump's truths here at the Sea Report. I hope you all are doing well on this Wednesday evening. Uh, let's see here. Foxhole, Pilled, Odyssey, Rumble, Trovo, Twitch, Clout Hub. Are we on Clout? Yeah, we're on Clout Hub too. Good evening, good evening, good evening, and welcome, welcome, welcome into the show. All right, guys, we're about to get started with the rest of tonight's proceedings, and uh, we're going to begin with a quick update from live from prison. 
We've got uh, Catherine Engelbrecht of True the Vote. And uh, this came in this uh, afternoon. Uh, let's take a listen. Catherine, um, Greg and I would like to thank everyone for their prayers and kind messages of support. We are both okay. Admittedly, this was um, not on my bucket list, but nonetheless, I've learned a lot and in making the way. Want to let you all know that we are appealing to the Fifth Circuit Court, and we pray that they will take our case. We ask that you join with us in prayer, but also please, please stay focused on task at hand, which in its most immediate sense is uh, the midterm election. Every time you think about us, please call a friend and ask if they voted. In the next few days, every time you feel angry or frustrated, turn the passion into action and just help. Get out the vote, serve, pray. If we stick together, we can do anything. And, and mark my words, mark my words, changes coming. So hold the line, keep the faith. God bless America. I'll see you soon. All right, y'all. So just wanted to share that with you guys from uh, Catherine Engelbrecht of uh, True the Vote. She has uh, left that message. So toe the line, right? Turn that passion into action. It's like I say, guys, I don't share these stories here at the Sea Report for you to get emotional. <laughs> I share these stories, hopefully, to inspire some type of good work, ladies and gentlemen. I think that's probably the easiest and best way that I could put it. All right. So just wanted to deliver that update to you guys real quick as that situation continues to be monitored, ladies and gentlemen. And monitor indeed. Monitor indeed, guys. Because uh, pretty interesting situations that we're facing here. I would say for myself at least, ladies and gentlemen, uh, a lot of interesting situations to monitor and uh, no amount of lack of monitoring going on. Speaking of monitoring, let's go ahead and move along to this uh, story we have today coming to you guys out of Arizona, where we have a judge has ruled that uh, vigilantes cannot be watching the ballot drop boxes. Ladies and gentlemen, vigilantes cannot be watching the ballot drop boxes. Let's take a look. Okay, so whoa, 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 before, whoa, before we take a look, you know, let me just say. Now, on the heels of Catherine Engelbrecht and her uh, statement there from jail, <clears throat> Yet another example of a political prisoner, but we'll blame the FBI for now, at least here at this station. You don't have to if you don't want to. However, however, you know, the ballot drop boxes, as we pointed out in a previous story this week, you know, are it's becoming more clear that they were unconstitutional. It's becoming more clear 
that they were illegal. And if not for the legality of what they are, it's because right down at the technicality of how they came to exist, there is no room within the law for it to occur. Uh, most In most situations, you had election officials, uh, whether they, they were the executive representation of the highest election official of the state, the secretary of state, or a county clerk at the local jurisdictional level, making decisions that were against the law, ladies and gentlemen. And now, in... Um, light of all of the facts that came out after 2,000 mules hit the silver screen, ladies and gentlemen, we have patriotic Americans who are volunteering their time to ensure that ballot traffickers will not be running their schemes and enriching themselves at the expense of American and American voters let alone the will of the people. And as we might have been able to guess, we've got uh, we've got uh, legislators, we've got uh, law enforcement uh, entities, we've got government and state entities, and most of all, we have media entities that have begun to demonize these patriots who are watching the ballot drop boxes. We might have been able to guess this would be a move of theirs. Okay. We knew this was coming the minute that early voting with absentee ballot drop boxing boxes were to be permitted again. Part and parcel of the reason why Nothing should have moved forward without fixing 2021st, but that is not the world we live in, is it, ladies and gentlemen? Now we fly over to Maricopa County, Arizona, where we uh, will get a hold of this most recent story. And uh, I pulled this from the pages of the Bay News 9 local. So you can get a little perspective on what is being said out there, ladies and gentlemen, where these ballot drop boxes are being utilized for possible fraud. Let's take a look. Judge orders armed group away from Arizona ballot drop boxes. A federal judge on Tuesday ordered armed members of a group monitoring ballot drop boxes in Arizona to stay at least 250 feet away from the locations following complaints that people wearing masks and carrying guns were intimidating voters. Now, to be fair and to be sure, I think, I mean, personally, I would like to see photos only because... We saw the same tactics used against the New Mexico Audit Force in New Mexico. And uh, what we had were sightings, allegations, rumors, hearsay, stories, tall tales, urban legends, you know, of uh, Trump supporters knocking on doors and intimidating voters. 
their modus operandi is quite often the same, which is why I say, to be fair, I would rather see pictures than just to take a local legacy rags word for it. Just saying. United States District Court Judge Michael Liberty said members of Clean Elections USA, its leader, and anyone working with them are also barred from filming or following anyone within 75 feet, 23 meters of a ballot drop box or the entrance to a building that houses one. They also cannot speak to or yell at individuals within that perimeter unless spoken to first. The temporary restraining order was requested by the League of Women Voters of Arizona after Clean Elections USA encouraged people to watch 24-hour ballot boxes in Maricopa County, Arizona's most populous county. It is paramount restraining order it is a paramount that we balance the rights of the defendants to engage in their constitutionally protected first amendment activity with the interest in the plaintiffs and in voters casting a vote free of harassment and intimidation, Liberty said. Liberty. Liberty. Do you think that Judge Liberty believes in liberty? Probably not, right? Anyhow. A second set of defendants in rural Yavapai County groups known as the Lions of Liberty and the Yavapai County Preparedness Team, who are associated with the far-right anti-government group Oath Keepers, were dismissed from the case on Monday after they pledged to stand down their operations. Local and federal law enforcement have been alarmed by reports of people, some armed, watching 24-hour ballot boxes in the two counties as midterm elections near. Some voters have complaining, complained alleging voter intimidation after people watching the boxes took photos and videos and followed voters. Sheriff's deputies have been providing security around the two outdoor drop boxes in Maricopa County after a pair of people carrying guns and wearing bulletproof vests showed up at a box in Phoenix in the suburb of Mesa. The county's other 24-hour outdoor drop box is at the Maricopa County Tabulation and Election Center in downtown Phoenix, which is now surrounded by a chain-link fence. Arizona Attorney General Sleepy Mark Burnovich, a Republican, has called on voters to immediately report any intimidation to police and file a complaint with his office. Arizona Secretary of State Katie Hobbs last week said her office received six cases of potential voter intimidation to the state attorney general and the U.S. Department of Justice, as well as a threatening email sent to the state elections director. Huh. I guess I will allow you Mark Burnovich fans out there to paint that sentence as you will. The United States Attorney's Office in Arizona has vowed to prosecute any violations of federal law, but said local office uh, police were at the front lines in efforts to ensure that all qualified voters are able to exercise their right to vote free of intimidation or other election abuses. The uh, temporary order issued by Liberty on Tuesday will be in effect for two weeks and the cooperation from the monitoring group shall not be construed as an admission that they have engaged in any of these activities, the judge added. Oh, OK, so uh, we're going to we're going to 
penalize you and make sure you can't do this. But as long as you follow our rules, we will, uh, we will, we will, uh, we will, we will, we will say that you should. It should not be construed as if though you were breaking the rules to begin with. The 250 foot, 76 meter perimeter around drop boxes also applies to group members wearing body armor. So where do we get 250 foot, 76 meters from um, 75 feet, 23 meters? Okay. Okay. So maybe this is just for Clean Elections US. Its leader and anyone working with them barred from filming or following anyone within 75 feet. The 250 foot perimeter around drop boxes also applies to group members wearing body armor. Other stipulations include the group's post on their websites and social media that it is untrue that dropping off multiple ballots is illegal in all cases. Exceptions are allowed for family members, members of the same household and caregivers. Alexander Kolodin, the lead attorney for the defendants, said the League of Women Voters of Arizona ultimately failed to completely shut down the monitor's mission. Still, the groups are not happy about the limits since he said they could prevent them from discouraging ballot box stuffing. They're worried they can't record what happens within the 75 feet. They may have missed an opportunity to deter unlawful conduct, Kolodin said. Today's order may make Dropbox voting a little less secure. Yeah, I would have to agree. But you know, you get those patriots out there with their guns. And they think they own the world. But you know what? They do. <laughs> you can't take your guns everywhere. Even if it's your right. I mean, come on. It, it does not... It's all the, it's all about optics, guys. It's not about, it's not about forfeiting our rights. It's not even about compromising our rights. It's not even about bending or even, you know, it's not even about nudging. It's not even about inching over on our rights. It's not about that. It's about common sense and logic and what will help us the most. It's about strategy, okay? Because after all, if we're going to exercise our rights to watch people exercise their rights to vote so that we can ensure it's done lawfully, why are we going to alienate ourselves by setting up all of our freaking uh, rocket launchers and, and AK-47s and be like, look, we're here watching you guys. Like, it makes no sense. There's no strategy behind that. It's the strategy, quite frankly, of a moron, okay? It's the strategy of an idiot, okay? It's the strategy that has kept Republicans voting for rhinos for decades, it's a Greitens strategy, okay? It is a, uh, <laughs> it's a Murkowski, McConnell, uh, you know, uh, uh, um, Maloney strategy. Come on, guys. Like, uh, let's get with it. We're smarter than that, right? Anyways, okay. So, um, Luke Silano, a Lions of Liberty board member, said the organization has dropped its Operation Dropbox. And that's even worse. You had um, Liberty groups that just totally gave up after this. <laughs> Which sucks. 
Yeah, it sucks. Uh, it says here, this story has been corrected to show that the order does not apply towards the Lions of Liberty and the Yavapai County Preparedness Team, groups that were dismissed as defendants Monday after agreeing to stop their activities at the drop boxes, which means for the next, what, six days plus, we're going to have some unmanned drop boxes in Arizona because some smart patriot decided to take their gun, okay? <laughs> I laugh, ladies and gentlemen, but I'm dying inside, okay? Anyways, so uh, let's go to a little bit more unbiased report, and uh, let's see what the Gateway Pundit had to say about this, okay? I say a little bit more unbiased. It's, a, you know, this is all tongue-in-cheek today, guys. It's Wednesday. Arizona judge bans cameras at ballot drop boxes. I think I'm doing a pretty good at playing the nonpartisan <laughs> devil's advocate tonight, don't you think? Anyways, okay. Arizona judge bans cameras at ballot drop boxes. The fraudsters and Democrat ballot traffickers will be given free reign. I would have to agree. I mean, I do agree. I don't have to agree. I do agree full-heartedly. Oh, Lord, Lordness. Hey, what's up to speaking easy? What's going on, bro? Hope you got my articles. It's going to be a fun night tonight over at uh, This Is News because <laughs> I picked some fun articles to talk about tonight. Anyways, okay. Let's see what this has to say. Oh, oh, we have a photo of a ballot trafficker in Georgia. Look, you remember he was, this is the dude that was doing his Katana fan. He was like, I am Katana from Mortal Kombat. And he's like, Frah! and then he like takes a picture of his fan. Those are all of his illegal ballots. Okay unlawful, unlegal, disenfranchising everyone who voted on early voting. That one is right there. Okay. <laughs> okay. So Trump nominated Judge Michael Liberty. Do you think that he nominated him because Liberty sounds like Liberty? <laughs> it's probably Liberty. It's probably Liberty, right? That's probably, it's Michael, it's Judge Michael Liberty. <laughs> Anyways, Judge Michael Liberty banned cameras at Arizona's drop boxes today. The cameras died on a Tuesday. <laughs> cameras died on a Tuesday. On a Tuesday. And uh, it shall remain so until after the election. Judge Liberty banned Clean Elections USA from holding any future trainings. Dang, guys. Talk about locking them down. Judge Liberty fin forced Clean Elections USA to post a notice on their social media accounts that reads, any past statement that is always illegal, oh wait, any past statement that it is always illegal to deposit multiple ballots in a ballot drop box is incomplete. A family member, household member, or caregiver can legally do so. Judge Liberty also banned cameras or videotaping of any ballot trafficker at a drop box. Now, here is the temporary restraining order. Let's take a gander. Defendants, their officers, agents, servants, employees, and attorneys, and other persons in active concert or participation with them are restrained from engaging themselves or training, organizing, encouraging, or directing others to A, 
in connection with any specific claim that individuals committed voter fraud based solely on the fact that they deposited multiple ballots in a drop boxed post online or otherwise disseminate images or recordings of or personal information about individuals who return ballots to a drop box, including but not limited to information about the individual's identity, their distinguishing features, their license plate number, model and make of car and or similar information or B take photos or otherwise record individuals who are within 75 feet of a ballot drop box defendants shall cease and desist making false statements about Arizona revised statute 16-1005 immediately through the close of voting on election day 2022 this restraining order will go into effect immediately and shall remain in effect for 14 days i guess you know i would have to ask how many patriots do you think went out there and actually started doxing license plate numbers making models of cars um not you, you know, I don't, I don't even need to, you know, it's a shame I have to see this, say this. Obviously, you guys know whose side I'm on, right? <laughs> but I have to ask the question, to be fair. Otherwise, what am I doing up here, right? If I'm not being fair? <laughs> it would totally defy the very uh, face of this operation, ladies and gentlemen. If I were to sit up here and be like, oh, well, uh, you know, you know those patriots, they never dox people. I mean, patriots dox themselves within each other, within their own their, their own ranks, ladies and gentlemen. What are you talking about? The patriot is among the most emotional creature to be alive. Hello. I'm living proof. Anyways, okay, so as I was saying, you know, the thing about it is they're also amongst the most rational, clear-headed, logical, clear-minded, and uh, reasonable individuals uh alive so you know they can afford to be emotional okay anyways as i was saying ladies and gentlemen <laughs> moving right along you have to wonder though if any of them were actually doing that stuff i mean i don't know i'm not following these people who do that stuff but i'm just saying you have to ask the question um, okay. According to a far-left local reporter, Bram Resnick, federal judge Michael Liberty in Phoenix slaps a temporary restraining order on clean elections, USA. No yelling, no body armor, no video at ballot drop boxes and more. And there's that Bram Resnick. That guy's a dirty rat over there in uh, Arizona. Dropping off that news, dropping it like it's hot, ladies and gentlemen, because in Arizona, it quite often is hot, ladies and gentlemen. But, uh, well, that is an update. So we'll, uh, we'll, we'll stay on top of that as much as possible, ladies and gentlemen. What's going on, Revolt 84? What's going on? <laughs> Just the ones hired to look like Republican, in my honest opinion. I'm not sure what you were responding to on that one, Revolt84. <laughs> but welcome on into the show, and good to see you again this evening. 
So um, let's see here, guys. That's what we got going on in Arizona. We'll keep an eye on that for sure. Uh, it's a shame that we had other organizations who were watching the ballot drop boxes that effectively stopped because of this uh, situation. Not a good situation, ladies and gentlemen. Not a good situation at all, at all, at all. Now let's get into our next breaking news story for this evening in regards to elections. It's going to take us on over to the state of Michigan. But, you know, the, amongst the highest two contentious, most contentious states for 2020 and overall since Michigan and Arizona, Michigan and Arizona. Ladies and gentlemen, Michigan and Arizona. So uh, breaking out Arizona, I mean, out of Michigan, apparently it seems that we had, um, well, you guys remember what happened in 2020 in Michigan. You guys remember the pizza boxes. You guys remember the, uh, the, the jostling and the uh, rolling of uh, conservative poll watchers and uh, ballot watchers. Ballot count watchers. You guys remember the MO of the leftist, left-leaning, liberal, Democrat hordes and everything that they were doing in 2020? You guys remember that uh, it's, it's almost as if though these people were on like some kind of uh, work program, like uh, something that they'd been trained to do, you know, something that they had been trained to do. We've seen the extreme lawlessness of the likes of Jocelyn Benson, Secretary of Snakes for Michigan. We've seen how she, in uh, the most highest regard for herself and the least regard for the rule of law, the Constitution of the State of Michigan and the Constitution of these United States of America create her own laws, rules, and legislation as if though she were part of the legislative branch. Uh, no, let's not get it mistaken. Secretary of State in Michigan is part of the executive branch. And so in um, breach of the uh, separation of powers, ladies and gentlemen, you had a member of the executive creating election law as if though she were the legislative. Just what we're trying to say here, guys, bad examples, leaders who set bad examples will get followers who also follow that example. And so Detroit 2020 was a war zone Detroit 2020 was a crime scene, ladies and gentlemen, a crime scene. It's a crime scene that has not been investigated. It's a crime scene that has been left neglected. And it seems that the same crimes that took place in 2020 are fixing to happen again in 2022. Uh, we'll turn to the pages of the Gateway Pundit again for this story. Outrageous. The criminal training caught in the Detroit Leaks video in 2020 is now being taught in other states in 2022. 
if you are a victim, you need to call law enforcement. Let's take a gander. Detroit leaks the aftermath, November 18th, 2020. In 2020, training sessions were given to poll workers in Detroit on how to disregard and destroy Republican votes on election day. The training is now being introduced and is standard training at election training events across the country. Prior to the 2020 election, audios from election worker training events in Detroit were released. In the audios, a ob an obviously Democrat trainer told election workers to accept provisional ballots when someone says they did not vote but finds out at the polls that someone else voted for them. The trainer then instructs the election workers to set their ballots aside, ignore these provisional ballots, and basically get rid of them once the person leads. Leaves. Below is the Detroit leaks video of the effort by Democrat operatives to steal votes and interfere in the 2020 election. Are you ready? Whoa! <laughs> Sorry, guys. <laughs> that scared me, guys. That scared me. <laughs> Whoa, Lisa Murkowski. Whoa. Okay. Yeah, coming in a little bit too strong there. Okay, Lisa. <laughs> I apologize, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, Lisa Murkowski just scared the heck out of me. Okay. So <laughs> all right, guys. Let me uh let me get this video pulled up for you all, okay? So y'all can see it. Somehow that was the point of this, y'all. <laughs> Just so you know, Lisa Murkowski's coming up, y'all. Don't be, don't be shocked, okay, when you see Lisa Murkowski's head pop up again. All right, okay. At least you've been prepared. All right, <laughs> better prepared than I was. Okay, so. <laughs> all right, let me uh, let me get this video pulled up here for you guys. Hold on, they're making me do this the hard way. Dang people encrypting their dang videos. Come on, man. <laughs> Can't you make it easier for someone who's trying to spread the word? <laughs> okay, I gotcha, I gotcha. Hold on, ladies and gentlemen. Jeez Louise. What's going on, Raja D? Good to see you. <laughs> Raja, D sees, Raja D says, oh man, I was not looking, but I heard that scream. Okay. <laughs> My bad. You know, since I fixed the since I fixed the sound quality on this show, it, it might have it just I might have just overdone it a little bit. It's okay. <laughs> Okay, where are you at? Where are you at? Where are you at? Where are you at? Okay, let's get this video up for you guys. You guys need to see this, all right? So, um, you notice we're still not talking Paul Pelosi, right? Right, okay, all right. We're not talking cyborg malfunctions, okay? <laughs> Although there was some really, really funny and interesting information about that DePappy guy. <laughs> It's okay. It's okay. Let me uh, let me stay on track here. Where is my video? Let me find it, guys. Let me find it. It's here somewhere. It's buried. 
nothing like making my job harder. Come on, come on, come on. Where you at? Where you at? Where you at? That's too far. That's too far. That's just much too far. Here, we'll do it this way. Oh, well, there is a will. There is a way. Um, okay. Quiet, you. Ooh, 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 ooh. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, tell you what. While I look for this, <laughs> you're most welcome. <laughs> while I look for this uh, video, because I'm going to find it. Here, I got this new one I want you guys to see. Oh, it's it's not a new one. Actually, it's an old one. But I don't think I've played this here for you guys. So uh, here, check this out while I look for the video, okay? Here, here. I think you'll enjoy, I'm pretty sure you'll enjoy this, right? Here. My fellow Americans, our first lady, and the 45th president of the United States, Donald J. Trump.
passengers and poll watchers. They have to wear a mask and they have to stay six feet. That's important because they can come behind your table. But if you don't have six feet, they can't come back there. Any questions? The six feet back ones have really good vision. They can actually see. Exactly. Unless they got really good vision or they brought their binoculars. <laughs> six feet. That's the rule, right? And you are entitled to your six feet. Is that common? I mean, can we expect that? Yep, there's a common. They come. I don't know if they're coming to every precinct, but they're coming to many of them in the city. Yes, we have already gotten word. The state has already said they're coming. And the basic thing they're going to challenge is what? Absentee ballot. That is correct. What if they're like challenging and they start yelling and kind of making a scene? 911. They got they got standards. They got conduct standards. Okay. They make a scene, give them a body. Or the police are. Six feet back, but they have really good vision. They think they actually see. Exactly. Yes, they got really good vision, but they were not doing something. Six feet How do you challenge a ballot? You take the ballot, you write in the, under the barcode 2003, and you cover it with what kind of tape? Post-it. The post-it tape. But this time, you're going to put it in a secrecy sleeve, and Mr. Stark is going to go vote as normal. So his ballot is going through what? The Someone registers on Sunday or Monday, 
they're not going to be in your computer. But they should have a receipt when they register. If they do not vote at the time they register, they give them a receipt to bring to the precinct. So Mr. Stark, he came in. You looked and you didn't find him. So you're going to say, Mr. Stark, are you a registered voter in Michigan? Mr. Stark is going to say, sure. I'm Iron Man. I flew in yesterday and I'm registered to vote. Right? Mr. Stark, if they give you a receipt, hopefully he will have one. He would have either, right up under here. The first type of receipt he might have is going to say process him as a challenge voter. Everybody highlight that. Then below that, it says note to election inspector. Highlight that because those are going to be the directions on how you process his ballot. The one down below says process him as a regular voter, a regular ballot. Highlight that. So there are two separate types of receipts. The first receipt is going to tell you to process him as a challenge voter. The second receipt will tell you to process him as a regular voter. They might have either one. students as EPIs. And if you can't go to the receiving board, because it's late at night, right? If you can't go, you need to tell your chairperson early in the day, hey, I can't do the receiving board. They will choose someone else to go with them. Because on election day, we'll have you'll have numbers for troubleshooters like myself and different coordinators. But honestly speaking, it's going to be hard to you know get a hold of someone because it's going to be ten people calling for a mishap at the same time.
What do you notice about his name? Absentee ballot. Absentee ballot. What? Sent and received. Do not what? Not receive ballot. Him a ballot, Mr. Allen. We have received your ballot. Thank you very much for voting. Would you like I wrote a sticker? <laughs> right? He's already voted. There's no reason for him to vote again at all. Ever. That day. He's done. <laughs> but what if he gets what? Loud. Rude. Rude. That's not me. I didn't vote. I want to vote. And just acts of pure right? What can you do? Your chairperson can issue him what type of ballot? A provisional. A provisional envelope. Why? Where is it going? No, Not in the tabulator. <laughs> it's going in that envelope, right? He, we have how many days? Six. So what is the Department of Elections going to do with it? Destroy it. Vote on Election Day. Vote on Election Day. Vote on Election day -o. Vote on Election Day. Do your duty. Vote on Election Day. <laughs> Isn't that a crazy... Okay, so uh, we found the video quite... Six... I told you I would find the video, guys. I told you I would find the video. I uh, You guys probably remember that one. If not from a different show you were watching earlier this afternoon, if not from reading the pages of the Gateway Pundit or 100% uh, fed up, uh, probably from the first time we aired that uh, video here on the Sea Report many a moon ago. Uh, isn't that something to note, though, ladies and gentlemen, that they are still teaching that very same crooked wise way of... Uh, Processing these votes. Look, this one says it's a second video that was released. Hold on. Oh, the aftermath. Oh, I don't know if you guys want to see this. Oh, wait, no, look. No, this is, oh, 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 oh. <laughs> There's some aftermath. Look, the Secretary of State concedes and agrees to revise her policy and inform poll workers of the change. Whoa, 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 whoa. Ah, this looks kind of interesting. Let's see. It says here, court case that gave 
ballot observers close proximity to election workers was hidden from GOP observers. I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to look at this, guys. <laughs> oh, it's wretched Dana Nacelle, y'all. It's wretched Dana Nacelle. This looks kind of, this looks juicy. This kind of looks juicy. Let's, let's, let's finish this article up, and we might go back and watch this. Hold on, guys. This looks too juicy to pass up. Okay, we, we might have to forego the Biden speech for this one, y'all. What do you guys say? You guys, let me know how you feel about it in the chat room. Why don't you? Um, let me see here. What do we got? 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 Okay. So, uh, back to this article here from the, uh, gatekeeper punt gateway pundit. It says here, uh, following the election, Michigan attorney general Dana Nacelle threatened to arrest reporter Shane Trejo. If he did not, did not, did not delete his recorded evidence of election fraud in the Detroit area. Later on, a witness in Michigan stepped forward and spoke out about how he witnessed the Detroit election worker training on how to destroy the provisional ballots in Michigan. Uh, former professor and attorney David Clements is now warning about this same tactic happening again in 2022, but on a broader playing field. Professor Clements says he is aware of training events where election workers are being taught to give people provisional ballots when they are told they already voted. This is the same tactic that was pushed in Detroit in 2020. It is a crime to commit identity theft, and this is what happens when someone steals your vote. If you think about it, if you need a form of ID to vote, if someone steals your vote, your identity essentially has been stolen. Wouldn't you say so, America? I would say so. You become a victim of identity theft. Clement suggests that if you ever encounter a situation where the election worker tells you that you have already voted, you need to call your local law enforcement immediately and file a report. Again, Professor Clements recommends you contact your local law enforcement and file a report. Watch the discussion below where attorney David Clements offers advice on this and discusses other actions to take in this election, like waiting until election day to vote. <laughs> okay, I'm going to play this, guys. I am going to play this. So this is uh, Joe Hoft of the Gateway Pundit and uh, Professor Dr. David Clements. And I think it's just Professor David Clements. Uh, let's get this. Oh, it's 18 minutes long. We don't got 18 minutes. Okay. Well, we do got 18 minutes, but that, that's at the sacrifice of other stories. But you know what? Disco Ball Chasers is like, play all the videos. Uh, <laughs> I might be able to squeeze it. Okay, I might be able to squeeze in both of these videos. Okay, but uh, I want to play this one. Okay, because uh, uh, Professor Clements, uh, whom we saw speaking at the Otero County, New Mexico audit, okay, who did a tour of uh, several of the New Mexico counties, all right, uh, also worked on the Antrim, Michigan case, ladies and gentlemen. Well, no, no, I take it back. I apologize. One of Clement's associates, uh, one uh, Mr. Lenberg, 
worked on the Antrim case. Uh, and he was also present with Pref Professor Clement during the Otero County, uh, New Mexico uh, audit. But either way, uh, Clements has been uh, very outspoken when it comes to election integrity and how to course correct our elections and 2020. So uh, let's see how much of this we'll go ahead and get going through. These guys are going to do it to me again. Okay, hold on, y'all, while I do my... Well, I do my thing here. <laughs> Why don't you watch this video, ladies? Just kidding. I'm not going to do that to you guys again. And we'll get this other video playing in the meantime. No, I'll figure it out. Hold on. And do, 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 do. We'll do that. We'll do that. Oh, okay. We got it. All right. Didn't have to go and do all that crazy stuff, guys. I got it here and now. All right. Let's check this one out. Uh, here is uh, Joe Hoft speaking with Professor Clements. Enjoy. Hey, everybody. I'm with Joe. I'm Joe Hoft. I'm with the Gateway Pundit, and I'm with my good friend. Attorney David Clements and uh, former professor at uh, New Mexico State University and um, and uh, just a super patriot, as many of you already know, he's been traveling the country uh, trying to help people to understand how the election was stolen in 2020, what we can do about it. And uh, David mentioned something to me the other day that was uh, profound. And so, David, welcome. And welcome. Welcome to the Gateway Pundit. Thanks, Joe. It's good to be with you. Yeah, and let's just jump right into it. You shared with me that there's apparently training that's going on now, maybe through some sources that have shared with you about what to do for the for the people that are working in the in the polls uh, on election day. What to do when somebody comes up and says, "Hey, uh, I didn't vote, and yet this you're telling me that I voted." So, yeah. <laughs> so go ahead, fill us in on what you got there. Well, what I can say is that the system is so is so vulnerable now that it's a given that during the training, these election officials are basically telling poll watchers and poll workers that in the event that someone has it comes to your your, uh, your your precinct and the machine tells them that someone's already voted, you know, what do you do then? I mean, so um, let me just see if I could say that a little bit more clearly here. They are they are ready for a scenario where people are going to come in and be informed that they had already voted when, in fact, they did not vote, <laughs> if that makes sense. Well, it does. And, and what we discussed the other day is it's so bad that it's now part of the training. I mean, this it should be a one off one person every whatever, 10,000. And instead, it must be so prevalent that they're using it in training. And we had something happen similar in 2020 in Michigan, and we've got a video of that, and we'll pay, put that out separate. But so, so what's what's you know behind this uh, in this election, and what are you hearing? Well, this was a source that someone in my own county that attended a training just two nights ago, and this was a this was from the horse's mouth. This is what they're being trained on, and basically what they're being told to do is, you know, don't make a scene, uh, don't argue with the person. Give them a, a provisional ballot. Now, here's the kicker. They're being told that when it, when push comes to shove, that nothing is going to change in the digital record. Meaning if someone shows up 
and a vote has already been cast for them, even though these people are swearing up and down that they have not voted yet, that you just give them a provisional ballot, give them the theater to think that you will deal with it later. But they are they will just simply cast those provisional ballots to the side. They're going to be too busy to deal with it, but it's it's just to get you to shut up and leave. And that's the training that's going on, at least in one county. And when I put out a post on Telegram saying that this is something that we've seen, you know, I started getting a lot of comments from people that are getting the same training elsewhere in the country. So, I mean, to, to put this in other words, that's illegal advice. That's that's illegal what they're telling folks to do. Um, you know, basically, they've been deprived of their identity. That's an identity theft crime. It's also part and parcel to to a larger scheme of fraud. And so what they should be training their, uh, you know, the poll watchers to do is the exact opposite. Notify law enforcement. If your system's that bad that you're trying to, to, to gauge, um, you know, this type of prescription, we're on the wrong foot going forward. Uh, unbelievable. Unbelievable. Um, what uh, I just somebody's knocking at my door. I think I know who it is. I think it's Jim Jez. <laughs> Sorry to, for the interruption. But um, anyways, um, we saw this in Michigan and it was the same thing. And they were telling people to have people do this provisional ballot. And then they basically said, throw these things in the garbage. <laughs> and um, so we're not, we didn't have a lot of faith that these things, uh, first of all, I guess in, in 2020, we learned this was happening and two, this is how they addressed it, which apparently seems, uh, well, it was illegal, I guess, as you're saying. So, so what? Uh, so, what should people do uh, when when something like this happens? Well, what I'm telling them to do is pull out your phone. And I know that uh, recording devices are prohibited, but they're not prohibited when you need to capture the scene of a crime. And for far too long, we've let the enemy create this narrative that somehow this isn't a crime to have your identity stolen. And the most consequential decision that you're going to make all year, um, you know, and if the machines are so vulnerable that they, they they create an environment for fraud, you've also got the crime of fraud. So one of the things that we've talked about is the idea of having, um, you know, the wherewithal to understand that, you know, if, if I was a prosecutor and I was looking at this, these these machine vendors, Dominion, ESNS, they're they're legal persons. And it's their it's their system that's facilitating people's you know the, the environment for people to lose their voice, to lose their identity. Um, so there's no reason why a sheriff or someone couldn't file out a criminal complaint with this this machine vendor as the legal person as the legal defendant. And and I say that you know with a straight face because look, it's the instruments themselves that are that are being used to aid and abet this crime. Um, so if, if I was going to ha have to go ahead and approve charges as a, as a former prosecutor, this is exactly what I would do. I would walk a sheriff through the process. I would get my, my criminal code book. I look at the elements of fraud or identity theft, and then I'd have to have a defendant, right? You have to know who to charge. Well, Dominion and ESNS's name is all over these machines. And you've just been told that this machine has already cast a vote for you. So let's treat these legal persons for what they are. They are legally they are, they are legal persons, meaning they can be tried in a court of law. Um, so capture it, record it, get exactly what the poll watcher said to you, record it. Uh, if they ask you to uh, to 
uh, you know, put your camera away. Don't do that. You know, continue to do that. Call them because what's going to happen is that you're going to have to take a sworn statement, a police report. And if, you know, our predictions are right, we believe that you're going to see a higher propensity of votes being cast for people when they, in fact, didn't vote as, as, as we encourage people to wait to vote on Election Day. And we're telling people to do that because we want to delay the analytics that can be used in the formation of these algorithms in these cheat machines. And we saw uh, a reasonable degree of success in Arizona's primary with Carrie Lake. You know, back in 2020, 1.6 million people voted early out of 2.1 million in Maricopa County. We don't want to make that that same mistake. She didn't do that. She advised people to show up in person and vote on election day. They had about an 80% in-person turnout and that helped her survive the primary. And that doesn't mean that she's going to survive when Katie Hobbs is on, on the ticket and in general, she's running your election, but it certainly helped. And so we want to help our candidates. And, and one of the ways that you can do that is have that preventative measure by waiting, but also knowing that in the event that uh, you see a vote cast for yourself because the bad guys are desperate and they want to cast a vote for you, you know what to do at the next step. And that's to call law enforcement and walk them through the process. That's brilliant. Um, so much, so much the so many, uh, so much to talk about from all that. The, uh, I guess, so what's your feeling on, on the election as it's itself uh, coming up in 2022? It's going to be free from fraud. <laughs> I think that the enemy is going to double down. Mm-hmm. I think fraud's going to be, uh, you know, showcased in, in, in a way that is going to be even more obvious than in 2020. Cause we're all looking, we're all looking for it. Um, you know, make no mistake, Dominion and ESNS and your corrupt election officials are going to have to reassert themselves and double down. There's no way that they can back out of the scheme. Um, so that's that's basically what we're going to be dealing with is is highlighting it, confronting it. And I think the the best thing that we can hope for is that when we we have these preventative measures or we have these detective measures, that we're going to make the cracks in the system more visible. I, I think that's going to be the win here. Either we're going to get the right candidates through, a Carrie Lake, you know, a Matt DiPerno, uh, Karamo, uh, you know, Jim Marchant, either we're going to get them through or we're going to expose so many cracks that our message to get rid of these machines is going to be all the more stronger going in, in, into 2023 and 2024. Yeah. yeah, that's kind of been my my attitude as well, David. And I'm sorry to say, but, you know, being a former auditor, when you do an audit, oftentimes you would come up with a solution. And if you came up with the wrong solution, you'd be back and you'd be looking at it again because, you know, you need to get to the root cause. And in this election stuff, it, there's a number of items, as we know, but certainly the people and the machines, for a large part, haven't changed. And those probably the two biggest things. I, uh, Christina Bob, I'll give her credit for the people thing. She really kind of hit that. And just like you're right, all these there's people that are working in our elections that should not be. They are not to be trusted at all. And, uh, you know, some of them are running for office now, uh, but the machines themselves, they're still there. And so why would we think that this isn't going to happen again? I, at least that's my, my thinking. Joe, I'm right with you. And it might be the most frustrating thing here because here I am trying to encourage people to be in the process full knowing that it's flawed and it's rigged and, uh, and there's just all kinds of problems with it. Um, so what do you do? You just go in as soberly as you can. But the fact of the matter is that any true election reform has to have a place for how do we get rid of these machines? Mm. And and as I've said many times, it's the machines that optimize the environment for 
ballot stuffing. It's it's how you have the inf- how you create uh, you know a, a plan mm-hmm. to send mules to a certain precinct to cast a certain number of ballots for a certain candidate is derived from the machine architecture. And it's not just the tabulators. We talk about the poll books. The poll books mm-hmm. are uniformly usually networked, meaning you can transmit. Uh, data of who's shown up on election day to the secretary of state and vice versa. So you've got basically things that are being sent out in cyberspace that can easily be collected by bad actors. And now you've got the metrics needed to send a mule to precinct one versus precinct five. Um, And it also uh, allows people that are setting up the algorithms either on the election files themselves, on the tabulators to be more precise because you've got all of, you've got all the information. And think of this as a complex math problem. The more of the variables that you have accounted for, the easier it is to solve that problem. And so what we're telling people is make it difficult for the bad guys to have all that information. Make them rush and do something that's going to, you know, perhaps create an error or a manifestation of an error that we can all see on election night. And and the analogy that I gave you on, uh, on your radio show just the other day was, that scene in Braveheart, you know, everyone remembers where there's this big battle and uh, Longshanks has his cavalry and he's sending the cavalry towards William Wallace and the free Scotsman. And what was being concealed were these long spears that the Scotsman had. And and so I think of these machines as like the English's cavalry, that if they see that you've got long spears and someone breaks ranks quicker and lifts up the spear out of panic, think of that as the early voter. Uh, what do you do? You stop your horse <laughs> and you avoid the trap. Uh, instead, what we're, we're telling people is hold on, conceal, conceal what your voice is going to say on Election Day and let people fall into uh, this this environment that they obviously do not want. I mean, and, and to, to that point, I just got a post from Facebook, a sponsored post saying, get out there and vote early. I got to say, you guys, I just have to stop right there real quick, right in the middle of Professor Clement's thought. It just made me think about the reason why I was I played Hillary Clinton. I berated you all with Hillary Clinton at the beginning of today's episode, and it was exactly for this. Look, check it out. Hillary Clinton made another appearance, right? Come on, screen. Sorry, guys, I got too many screens on the way here. Made another appearance today and well, not today, uh, recently. Insulting voters, this woman does. Okay, <laughs> She just loves to insult people. You know, she doesn't even think about it. She just does it like uh, because that's what you do when you're living in a bubble and you smell like poo and, uh, you know, you're uh, you're wealthier uh, beyond your means because you stole it all. Hillary Clinton doesn't think people understand what is at stake in this election. That's why we berated you guys with Hillary Clinton earlier today. Uh, Breitbart, would you spare me your cookies? I only take cookies from, (laughs) dare I say it, the foxhole. All right, I said it. Uh, See here? You see here? Twice failed. Who would take advice from a woman like that, right? Who? Wait, can she even define herself anyways? So that was the point. And then uh, I don't know what is going on with this commercial right here. Okay. Uh, (laughs) Hey, Greitens, what's up? All right. And then there's the clip we played about Hillary Clinton explaining why she lost the election. It was pretty gross and disgusting. I know a lot of you guys lost your lunch whilst we were playing it. Uh, But then she gets down here. 
Okay. She gets down here. Okay. Clinton is no stranger to insulting the intelligence of Americans who disagree with her. <laughs> Famously placing Trump supporters in what she described as a basket of deplorables. You see, guys, that's why when they ask us about voting early, you know, it's just like when Lieutenant Governor Dan Patrick got on stage and was like, if you want to help us out, don't give us money. We don't need money. Gosh darn it. We need you to expand your list of contacts from five people who you ask to vote to 10 people to 12 people to 13 people and get out there on Monday, October. Yeah, yeah, it was October. Monday, October. Let's get the right date so we can feel the effect, right? When What, what date was it? October 26th, right? No, no, October 28th. Get out there on October 20. No, it wasn't 28th, was it? That's November. It was the 24th. Get out there on October 24th and vote early. Vote early on Monday, October 20th. That's the way you're going to help restore the Republic. That's the way you're going to help Republicans. That's the way you're going to help the establishment rhinos by voting on Monday, October 24th, 2022. The year of your Lord, not my Lord, because I'm Dan Patrick. We don't worship the same Lords, right? <laughs> and that's why all of them are telling you vote early, vote early. Even Greg Abbott was like, my favorite thing to do on Halloween is to go vote with my daughter. And he had his daughter in tow and she was dressed like a little uh, fairy queen or something. And not, not, not a drag queen, just a fairy princess. Okay. Not a drag queen. I know it. You, I know we get those two things confused these days, but no, no, not a drag queen. She was dressed as a fairy princess. She was a princess, not a policeman. Okay. Anyways. So uh, that was Abbott's favorite thing to do. You know, another establishment rhino, you know, so even when our America first save America candidates get it wrong and they tell us to vote early, Marjorie Taylor Greene. You have to wonder how big is your stock portfolio grown since you've been a freshman in the United States Congress, Marjorie Taylor Greene. Hopefully that T-Rex schnout of yours is not becoming genuine. Right? Because she looks like a big old T-Rex lizard. But I'm not saying, obviously. She's Marjorie Taylor Greene. Why would I decry her until she turns on us and stabs all her constituents in the back? Because that's what happens in this nation. And so we vote on election day, okay? You know, I need a whole bunch of litmus tests these days just to figure out whether or not I'm scratching my butt or winding my watch, ladies and gentlemen. And if I need it... <laughs> Rest assured, I am just one of a kind. Anyways, I will not belabor you with this Hillary Clinton video, even though we see the likes of Carrie Lake on the screen. Can you imagine a Carrie Lake, Hillary Clinton toe-to-toe -to -toe throwdown? Man, would I pay to see that. Nevertheless, ladies and gentlemen, I think we will uh, finish up today's episode with these words from Professor Clements. Uh, because after all, guys, we're voting on election day, aren't we? It's the least we can do. Yeah. Vote early. Vote now. Well, you know, when... when 
No, guys, David Clements was not contradicting me. Let me rewind it a little bit. So, the... <laughs> so this way doesn't sound like he totally contradicted me. For everyone who's coming in just at that moment, okay? <laughs> or these long spears that the Scotsman had. And, and so I think of these machines as like the English's cavalry that if they see that you've got long spears and someone breaks ranks quicker and lifts up the spear out of panic, think of that as the early voter. Uh, what do you do? You stop your horse <laughs> and you avoid the trap. Uh, instead, what we're, we're telling people is hold on, conceal, conceal what your voice is going to say on election day and let people fall into uh, this, this environment that they obviously do not want. I mean, and, and to, to that point, I just got a post from Facebook, a sponsored post saying, get out there and vote early, vote early, vote now. Well, you know, when, when Facebook's telling you what to do, chances are you probably want to do the exact opposite. So, you know, we're telling people just like William Wallace did in Braveheart, hold the line, hold on to your voice until election day, hold on to it, vote in person. And you're basically going to create a, a, a stress point for these algorithms where it's going to be much easier to spot all kinds of things. And if they've misjudged the turnout, which they likely have, because I think people are royally pissed. If they misjudge the turnout, you're going to see all kinds of shenanigans that you did back in 2020 during Trump's race, right, where people were sent home on election night, where you had uh, unaccountable spikes when you started mapping out the digital record. We want to see that again to catch the bad guys. Yeah. And we're hearing already Pelosi, Nancy Pelosi, when she's not talking about her husband right now, but uh, talking about how, uh, yeah, they're going to they're going to retake the House. Well, that's insanity from from every and any perspective. So clearly they've got something up their sleeve. And you're right. Why would they change it? They have to keep going now because they've created this monster and there's no way if they stopped it, the difference would be so dramatic the people say, hey, what's going on here? And so I agree. I think they have to do it. Plus, they're so keen on power. They have to do this. The other point that you make, though, is by voting on election day, what you do is you prevent these people from that. You said, you know, telling like uh, the mules to go out there and drop drop uh, ballots wherever and associate those with certain names. That's for sure. That's happening. But I really think it comes down to at the last minute, at least in this last election, it was all done within the machines. They saw they didn't have enough. And so they just manufactured them in the machines and they tied people's names to the ballots that they had that were all for Joe Biden. And that was all done. That was done within the machines because that explains why we have these patterns like the Draza Smith, Jeff O'Donnell, mm -hmm. and us and others have identified. So what you're recommending will help point that stuff out more clearer come this election. Yeah. And it's not, look, let's just be honest with folks. This is not a long-term strategy. The bad guys are creating, uh, you know, countermeasures to our response to their fraudulent practices. But this is what I believe more or less is that on each of the tabulators, you have election files that can be subverted. So each tabular gets its own election file because it's expecting its own unique ballot to be run through the tabulator because every every precinct's got a different race, a different school board, a different judicial retention uh, race. And if you can subvert that, your your uh, complicit actors in subverting the machines is small, which means you can control it. So if you've got people that have access to the software design on the election files and you keep that group small, then no one needs to know about um, 
you know, what's going on in the machines, whether it's a candidate, whether it's the clerk staff. So ideally what they want to do is set their algorithms on those election files. And the other beauty about having it on the election files, if you're a bad actor, is you don't need to have remote access. You know, a lot of people talk about whether or not these machines are internet connected. Well, if you subvert the election file itself, it doesn't matter. You, it, it doesn't matter if you have an internet connection. What we're seeing with uh, the use of chip modems, Wi-Fi capability, is basically, in my opinion, a break in case of emergency. If you didn't finally tune your, your subversion in the election file itself, what do you do then? Let's say that turnout's crazy. It's all on, It's all in person on election day. I think that's where you want the flexibility by having you know chip modems and, and weak credentials where you can go on there and start tweaking things. And that's what we saw on election night back in 2020 was at 10 o'clock at night, you know, whatever the subversion was, wherever it took place, it wasn't precise enough because there were too many Trump voters that showed up. And so we're trying to create that scenario again because it helps us catch these people and it's going to help us uh, assist us in this public trust argument, um, you know, on, on why it's it's the right thing to do to get rid of these machines in the first place. Mm -hmm. We've had uh, 10 million early voter mail-in ballots go in. Just so you guys know, we're keeping track. All right, 10 million. 10 million Americans chose not to vote on election day. I'm just saying, okay? <laughs> Do you see why we need every member of this audience to vote on election day? Because even though 10 million have voted, just you wait. Just you wait until, do you want to be part of that tsunami, okay? Because if you vote early, you're not part of the tsunami, okay? The red tsunami is uh, people who are voting on election day, and you watch the numbers that they report across the board. I'll make a prediction. Uh, every, straight, every state across the board are going to see higher numbers on election day than they've ever seen in their history. How about that? <laughs> That's what I predict. And I don't like to make predictions, right? I don't like to make predictions because then you end up looking super foolish when you're like, the year 1999 is the end of the world. <laughs> and we have to do everything we can before we get there because it is prophesied. And to that end, I will be in Antarctica, right? Trying to survive whatever the end of the... Yeah, you don't want to look like that, guys, because guess what? It's 2022. <laughs> And the man who said the world was going to end in 1999 is still touring with his band with his head down to this day. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes, ladies and gentlemen, Valor Cond. Anyways, guys, sorry, I'm just having fun with my stuff over here. <laughs> Thanks for tuning in to another episode of The Sea Report. We'll wrap it up on this final thought. As uh, Professor Clements was speaking on uh, that interview, and uh, as uh, Disco Ball Chaser points out in the audience, this is strategic. It is a form of identity theft. If your vote is stolen, use the justice system against them and document Wiser words were never said, ladies and gentlemen. Wiser words were never said. Absolutely, ladies and gentlemen. And that's why we must vote on election day. And we must at least give ourselves that much of a fighting chance. 
All right, guys, that wraps it up for this edition of the Sea Report on Wednesday, November 2nd, 2022. I am your host, Mr. C, as always, also known as Michael Aaron Cossidis. Uh, If you want to hang out and you haven't gotten enough of this crazy... Uh, knucklehead over here that's me uh i'll be hanging out with the bartender over at the speak uneasy's channel in about t minus 26 minutes and change we've got another episode of this is news coming up so you know we're just gonna you know light a campfire maybe have a spirited coffee or two and just enjoy the rest of our evening gabbing over some redonkulous news stories and unfortunately, guys, <laughs> sometimes they're quite relevant. <laughs> Anyways, you guys have a great night. We'll see you again on the Sea Report tomorrow night. Otherwise, join us over at the Speak Uneasy's channel. You can find them on the Foxhole, Pill.net, Twitch, YouTube, and a couple of other places. Ladies and gentlemen, we'll see you later. Till then, have a great night. And don't forget, ladies and gentlemen, be safe, be blessed. God bless America. We'll see you tomorrow. Bye-bye. Imagine having an AG that uh, her specialty is uh, getting human traffickers off on lighter sentences. How about we focus on Paul Pelosi's stock portfolio instead of who he's playing whack the wee-wee with and their tidy whities okay? Post office man found uh, going across the border to Canada with uh, a cart full of Trump supporting uh, ballots. Uh, California ballots for Trump supporters go missing for the military. Next stop. Beep, beep. Communism. Kind of like Kintanji Brown Jackson over there at the Supreme Court doing her bit with the uh, the pedophiles and the uh, child pornographers. Uh, oh, no, no, no. Rest assured, you did not step in to a Mandela effect. It's time for season two of the January 6th Unselect Committee. Whoop-de-doo, right? <laughs> My mind is not what it used to be, ladies and gentlemen. Wait until, do you want to be part of that tsunami? Okay, because if you vote early, you're not part of the tsunami. I'm just saying, encountering illegal aliens in the wild, does that sound too racist for anyone? Thank goodness for the internet where we're not printing a paper. Uh, just kidding. You know, I'm not that kind of uh, tree hugger. It was a total shim sham flim flam. It was almost as if Katie Hobbs was running the nation's elections and just making a terror out of it. Let's talk about Georgia. Uh, President Trump truthed about this earlier. Ballot images missing, right? Drop boxes with no video. And Disney's like, well, we don't care about that. We're gonna die on this hill. We're gonna be gay and we're gonna rape our children no matter what you say, because we are Disney. Uh, we don't normally run see in the dark uh, during the week. Uh, for those of you who are wondering, what the heck is this bald band talking about? Uh, you know, multiple broadcasts and shows come here on Mr. CTV channel. 
Uh, so you got your sea report Monday through Friday in the evening hours, right? And uh, we do See in the Dark, which is a late night weekend talk show kind of, you know, broadcast, right? So guys, watch out. We got a swamp creature coming to the screen. So look out now. Look out now. Woo! <laughs> oh no, it's wretched Gretchen Whitmer. What's up, ladies and gentlemen? It's Mr. C from The Sea Report, and I'm stopping in for just a sec to encourage you guys to head over to thecereport.com. At thecereport.com, you can get more information on The Sea Report, check out episode resources, follow our blog and get new articles every week, join our mailing list, and stay abreast on the latest news and information. That's right, head on over to thecereport.com. That's www.thecereport.com and be sure to follow us on our social medias truth social rumble twitch clout hub and pill.net